Do you have the business you want, or is it driving you crazy? A recent survey said 70% of business owners are dissatisfied with some aspect of their business. That's why we created Driving Biz, the number one source of business information. We have the leading experts from around the world as guests each week. So enjoy and love your business. Ladies and gentlemen, I have an especially good guest today. Her name is Evie Brooks, and she has been a real estate investor for 27 years and an educator for 21 years, having taught with the Rich Dad, Poor Dad organization from 2003 to 2014. Working with the international expat and digital nomad market is her driving passion, helping others learn the pros and cons of this industry and avoiding the pitfalls that she knows too well. <laughs> She's lived through up. <laughs> Welcome, Evie. Thank you, Dr. Allen. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. You know, we we talked uh, a little bit before this show. And so I want everybody to understand Evie's passion. How did you get into this business? I got into this business because I was a real estate investor by default. I was supposed to go to law school out of college and I got pregnant and that came to that. So I ended up by default in real estate, commercial and uh, asset management in Atlanta, Georgia. And in a few short years, four years, I realized I was on the wrong side of the desk from the people that I worked with and that I needed to be on the other side as an investor, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. And so I left corporate America, went out on my own, started investing. Um, I started with four small houses in the Atlanta market. And from there, it's just exploded. And then um, I was contacted by a friend of mine who was also a rich dad educator and said, oh, you need to come check this out. This is a blast. You get to travel all over the world and, and you get to teach other people what we do. And, and I'm like, I'm not interested. And finally, I said, if, if I go and listen, will you leave me alone? And so the first event that I went to was a three-day seminar training, advanced training. And I sat in it and I thought, I could do such a better job than that instructor up there because I know a whole lot more than he does. <laughs> So I started teaching with the Rich Dad organization, and, and they moved me into the international market in Costa Rica. And so that's how I ended up in Costa Rica in the Central market, Central American market. But when the market crashed in 2008, I left Costa Rica. Well, I held on for four years. I'm one of those that likes to rearrange the furniture as the ship's going down. So I held on until 2012, and I finally said, this is just not going to recover the way we want it to recover. So I crossed the border over into Panama, which was clicking right along with GDP up as high as over 11%. And I have not looked back since 2012 when I went into Panama. Well, real estate investing is, is for me been a bit of a plus minus because I invested in Atlanta many years ago. And in one of those downturns, I was able to buy properties for $1,000 each. And I bought a lot of them, maybe 20, 30, maybe even 100. And I had to walk away from all those properties because the market never recovered the way I wanted to. And then taxes and bad renters and the whole shtick, you know it all because you've seen it all. 
And, and that's the problem that a person can get into if they're not knowledgeable about how this market works, because, you know, something that looks like a bargain isn't necessarily a bargain. That is true. And I'll tell you what, if anybody tells you they've been a real estate investor and they've not had the bloody knees and the scraped elbows, I don't really trust them because that is this market. And and it it takes a lot of education, a lot of experience. You cannot read a book and anticipate or expect to go out and have a huge successful real estate career. It just isn't going to happen. So you really need to have the education or someone that has the education to help mentor you through that process, especially in the first few years that you start this industry. Well, exactly. And, and here's something I've learned through life is you can learn it all by yourself, but that's the hard way. That's the school of hard knocks. That's where you get all the cuts and bruises and scraped knees and bloody noses and everything else. Or you can be wise and you could hangtail on somebody who's far more knowledgeable than you are, and they can teach you the ropes. Sort of like Rich Dad, Poor Dad did. You know, Rich Dad had his rich dad, and he had his poor dad, and he learned all he could from his rich dad that taught him the ropes of investing. That is absolutely correct. And as I tell everybody, you will get the education one way or the other. And one is way more expensive and timely and painful. And that's the school of hard knocks that you're talking about than going the other route. And and people think that they can save a dime, and that's not the case. They're not going The school of hard knocks is the worst because it gives the test before you get the lesson. (laughs) (laughs) So true. (laughs) You know, uh, to me, it's, you know, I decided that real estate was not for me after many, many years because I've had some real bad events happen in my life. And my wife said, no, life's too short for this. Let's let's get out of this and move into other things because it's just that much easier. And and so that's what I've done is move into things that I can just let handle and things like that. But that doesn't mean I don't understand the value in what you're doing. And that's why I have you on my show to educate people on, on what you do. Absolutely, Dr. Allen. Um, and I'm the exact opposite. I've tried many different things from trucking, uh, the trucking industry. I started a trucking company to uh, to uh, actual franchising to uh, just a number of different things that I have done in, over the years. And um, real estate has been the one that has created the most revenue. I have created an incredible portfolio and huge success in this industry Um, And it's come from the education and learning how to do it and the proper way to do it. And that's made all the difference in the world. Okay. Let's suppose our investors are just starting. Where should they start in this, this whole thing? That's a bit of a black box for them right now. Well, I I like the investors that I work with are typically very savvy professional business entrepreneurs or business professionals that have had very successful careers and still have those careers from being doctors to attorneys to statisticians to CPAs, you name it. And they don't know the real estate industry, but they have worked hard and they put a lot into savings through the years and IRAs, 401ks and pension plans. And they don't want it just sitting there 
and not really showing a great return. And so what we do initially is we start working with those clientele to show them, number one, how to leverage their money, how to make their money work for them and how to be able to do it hands off. Um, and as you're doing deals where someone else is handling everything for you from A to Z, you're learning. That's the mentorship. What are we doing? Why are we doing it? What are we anticipating? What are the strategies? And then what are your exit strategies? And I tell everybody, you should have multiple streams of income, number one, and multiple exit strategies because you can never anticipate that things are going to be 100% as you originally plan or think that they're going to be. So this is why I believe that that mentorship is so important and that if you're going to start building a business in real estate, if you're able to do it with someone that can help you make money in a short period of time, see the return on investment and learn from that experience, that helps you to start being able to build your own portfolio and continue a career as a real estate investor, whether it's part-time or full-time. And that's important because... No one saw the pandemic coming on. No one saw what that was going to do to the world. And no one saw what that was going to do in isolated markets in real estate when people weren't traveling, when people weren't able to access certain parts of the world. So that is a lesson for all of us because that's where you need these multiple strategies. You can't count on one thing and you can't count on it going exactly as you planned it. That is absolutely true. And I'll tell you that even that was the, the reality in Panama. There were people that had investments in properties in Panama that sat empty for a year to a year and a half where there were other properties that stayed at over 90% occupied during the pandemic. So you really have to know what is your strategies? What is your exits? And if plan A doesn't work, then do you have a plan B, a plan C, and even a plan D in place so that you can step back and punt? Yeah, and this is what I I really like about your philosophy is you uh, attempt to see what those plans are. Now, of course, in this world, none of our plans are bulletproof. None of our plans can be locked in stone. But if you envision five or six scenarios and say, okay, this is the worst case scenario. This is the best case scenario. This is where it's likely going to be. Then you have a much more realistic spot to finish in this game and finish well. Exactly. And that's what we do is we will take our clients one by one. It is not a one size fits all. We sit down with them. We look at what are your goals for the next five years? And then we will back into how do we accomplish that and make that a reality. But I prefer to look at what is the worst case scenario versus what is the best case scenario. I'll let you do that on your own. You can imagine and and come up with all the scenarios you want. But I want to look at what is the worst case scenario, because I'm going to tell you something. Nobody's ever been able to come up with a COVID-19 pandemic worst case scenario in their mind. who, Who has ever thought of anything such as that worldwide? Well, you know, the last time an event happened like COVID happened in 1060 AD when a volcano went off in the, uh, the, just off the island of Greece and it ended the existence that people knew that because everything changed. Shipping loads changed. Everything changed. The 
Egyptian civilization crashed. The Greek civilization crashed. The Minoan civilization crashed. All the civilizations that were known at that time crashed. Now you're going to say, well, during COVID, things didn't crash. And my answer is the only reason it didn't is because we were so sophisticated. Exactly. We We had such amazing things going on in the background that we literally prevented our societies from dying. And it was amazing what we were able to do in such a short period of time to keep things going. And, you know, we were able to pivot to this Zoom world, this virtual world. Could you picture how the world would have not existed if we didn't have this virtual world to pivot to? Because really, this is what we were, we were able to stay in the confines of our houses and pivot. You know, even today, we couldn't rely on Zoom. So what did we rely on? Our cell phones. Could you picture if we couldn't pivot to our cell phones? Absolutely. And I'll tell you what, everybody that I know and the businesses that they were in would have been dead in the water. I am used to traveling all over the world. I had been in nine countries the previous 12 months prior to COVID happening and Vietnam and South Korea and in Belize, you name it, all over the world. Um, and when this happened, our business actually took off. We did more business because of Zoom, sitting behind a computer, all isolated sheltering it in place at home than we had done the previous year because people were looking for that plan B. What am I going to do? I've got to get out of this country that I'm in, whatever it is, Israel, South Africa, Austria, Canada, and go somewhere where I have freedom, where I have flexibility, where I'm not going to get taxed to death, where the inflation's not going to be through the roof. And so many different scenarios occurred during that time that I literally sat behind my computer working day and night, because there was so much demand. And you're right. What if we had not had Zoom? What if we had not had digital technology? What would the world have come to? Well, I suspect we could have relied on other technology. You know, there was the faxing world that we had. (laughs) And everybody could have gone to faxing. Everybody could have gone to other means. Not as good. Not, But, you know, I, I was a doctor for a number of years and to communicate with other doctors, the most reliable things was the fax machines. That's how you sent uh, communications when you wanted to get a consult or things like that. And that means of doing it was reliable. It, It was, you knew because you had a paper trail that something was happening. And then you'd pick up your phone and make sure people had the fax and you're able to do it. So you can do things around the world pretty efficiently with that. So, you know, we had technology in place that could have been a plan B or a plan C or a plan D. But again, this world that we live in is so virtual and we're so tied to it. You know, our our machines are not working this morning is just another thing saying, oh, my goodness, (laughs) I'm bothered by the small things anymore. It's taught us not to be bothered by the small things because we literally can overcome most things if we put our brains and our minds to it. and. You know, the small things really don't matter. It's the big things that matter. Absolutely. So let's get into more about real estate investing. Do you invest in more countries than Panama right now? Um, Right now, I I still have investments in Costa Rica, um, but I'm getting out of that. And I focus on the United States and Panama. 
and primarily Panama at this point. I do have a couple of Airbnb type, very nice investments in the United States um, because of the, the market demand. Um, one is a literally a compound on a lake. And one, of course, in the Florida market is so hot. Everybody wants to be in the Florida market on the oceans. But the pricing in Panama, it's city Panama and Destin, Florida, and anywhere in Florida has just doubled and tripled since right before COVID. I mean, it's crazy right now, but that's where everybody wants to be. But Panama is... And I can understand that. You know, I take a winter vacation every year. And this year we went for a week to Phoenix and lived at my brother-in-law's place for a week, which wasn't that warm. I I mean, that's the problem with Phoenix. The temperature is not predictable any longer. And then we spent a week in Orlando and we were, we had enjoyed, we have a timeshare in Orlando and we enjoyed that immensely. And I can understand people wanting to go to the Florida area. I certainly don't like the hurricanes and things that come up there and the unpredictability of the floods and the other things that have been going on there. But certainly for the most part, most people can deal with it. Right. Well, that's the one thing about Panama is we don't have those natural disasters. You don't have tsunamis and tornadoes and hurricanes and all that stuff in, in, in uh, Panama, Central America. So that's one of the big draws to that country. And Plus, the other thing that happened is that canal that was built so many years ago made the economy stable. It made it so that all those things have brought in economic prosperity that people wouldn't have realized otherwise. That's absolutely true. And, and, and everybody thinks that the Panama Canal is the center of the economy, and it was, uh, realistically, which tr- had a trickle-down effect to the, the growth, the construction, you know, the, the demand for the people coming into the country. But now there's the Cobra Copper Mines, which is projected to bring in more revenue in the next 40 years than the Panama Canal. So between the two, you have got such a stable economy. Like right now, the GDP, I'm sorry, the inflation in Panama is 2.24, where we're still at almost 5%, 4.9 as of two days ago um, in the United States. And they've never gotten up above 2.5%. Well, since the other COVID. thing is there is political stability there now. Absolutely. Before, there wasn't. They, they had to depose of the ruler at that time. And- And then it became stable. That's right. And it's been stable since. It's a democracy, just like here in the United States. They have an election every five years. And so um, the the culture or the environment is live and let live. Everybody does their own thing. And you don't see all of the the issues that we see here in the United States and and people trying to, to get other people to believe their way. Everybody just does their thing and everybody's happy. Well, how can people live a fantastic life through investing in property abroad? Well, there's a lot of different aspects. And the first that I love is because people do not realize this, is that you can use your IRA, your 401k, and your pension plans to invest in real estate internationally. It's a simple process. I can have you in a deal starting from scratch if you have an IRA with anybody, say Fidelity. Um, or Wells Fargo, doesn't matter. Um, all you have to do is set up a self-directed IRA 
Um, we have a, a custodian that we work with, and I work with many of them, but the one I work with is the absolute best because they have a whole division that does nothing but work with us and our Panamanian um, investors. Um, and so people can put that money to work. Then if people want to utilize, of course, you can't use those for personal. But if you want to utilize your investments internationally and you want to be able to have access to them, then there's other types of investments. We have non-recourse developer owner finance so that you don't have to qualify. You don't have to have a FICO score. You don't have to have a credit report. You don't have to provide the kitchen sink and your firstborn child. All you have to have is a down payment and signed contract. And you, I can have you in a property in 72 hours. If you say, I want to own something in Panama, I want it to be on the ocean, I want it to be less than two hours from the airport, whatever it is, I want it to be within this price range or that price range, I want a one-bedroom, two-bedroom, I can have you in with virtual tour, and this is what we did a lot of in COVID, virtual tours, videos, show you the properties. I had so many sight unseen investors, it's crazy. So we also have agriculture. You, you have commercial investments in real estate. You have so many different avenues and approaches that you can use and it's so simple if you know the right resources and where to go. These types of programs that I'm talking about to you did not exist prior to my going to Panama and creating these programs with some of the major developers back in 2012. Um, and they didn't even want to talk to me when I first came down. I only had one developer that was willing to talk to me, and that's because he went to Georgia Tech. And that's what we had in common. And I started being the top salesperson for their company and i'm not even a some real pearls. here's some pearls first know the person you're dealing with mainly yes. secondly they need connections with people in the marketplace thirdly they need to understand the whole thing about the marketplace it's something that is a pie in the sky sort of thing that you 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 don't understand what's going on like I wouldn't be investing in Peru right now with their economic instability right now because no one knows where that's going. And it may be stable in five years. It may not be stable in five years. But if you put your money in Peru, you have a good chance of it not going anywhere or you losing it all because of the instability that's going on. You know, there are markets in this world that are stable and others that are not stable. And I wouldn't bet my bottom dollar on something that isn't stable. Absolutely. I'm 100% on board with you with that. Yeah. So this, those are a couple of pearls. Be careful. You know, I, I think Warren Buffett's philosophy of number one is don't lose money. And second one is don't lose and don't forget rule number one. because. <laughs> Those two rules are very important, especially when you're putting your pension plan, in, especially right. when you're putting all your things in it, because those are, are rules that are are things that you might get into trouble if you don't think long and hard on all these things. Right. Again, just having the guidance of people that know how to get the best deal, the best prices. You know, when I say we have three streams of income, you don't even get into a deal unless you know that you're either going to have a strong cash flow, uh, you're going to have forced appreciation, or you're going to walk into a big chunk of equity on the front end. And if you don't have two of those three things, and, and people go, what about uh, market appreciation? That's not even something we calculate into the deal. That is a not... It's an uncontrolled situation. If it happens, it's icing on the cake. But you and I have no control over market appreciation. 
But the other three we do. And therefore, we're looking for two of those three streams of income minimum. That's cool. How can people find out more about you and what you have to offer? I have so many videos and and podcasts that they can find on YouTube under Evie Brooks Panama or Why Panama, Evie Brooks, things like that. I have a website that they can go into and and just check out a lot of our properties, our rentals, um, just a lot about our company, which is MyPanamaVacationRealty.com. And then also, if they want, I have a little 10, 11 minute video on why Panama. And it's on a website, eviebrookspanama.com. And at that place, you can put in your information and we'll call you back and we'll have a 15 minute one on one consultation with you for free. Just about what you would like to do, what you would like to accomplish, and if it's even a feasible concept for you. And then if so, then we'll start working on the process of being able to help you become an expat, invest internationally, have a plan B, become a digital nomad, or whatever your goals happen to be. Excellent. Well, thank you, Evie, for spending this time with me. It really was a joy to have this communication. Thank you. Same to you, Dr. Allen, and I appreciate again you having me on. Excellent. And ladies and gentlemen, check out my website, drallenlika.com. That's D-R-A-L-L-E-N, Lika, L-Y-C-K-A.com. And be sure to sign up for a golden pearl. Each and every week, it'll arrive in your mailbox and it'll help you have a fantastic life if you let it. Bye for now. Have a fantastic day. We hope you enjoyed Driving Biz, where you get the advice of the leading experts of the world. If you want more, you need to join the number one community for business owners, NoBull.Biz. And for a limited time, you can join at a discounted rate. To learn more, go to NoBull.Biz.